Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you can get podcasts. How do you make a radio ad for an 8K TV that conveys the feeling of 33 million pixels with over a billion shades of color hitting your eyeballs? This is the best we can do. Samsung Neo QLED 8K. Unreasonably good. Welcome to Stacking the Box. To subscribe, hit us up on Google Play or iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Thank you. Here is Stacking the Box. Super Bowl 54. This is Stacking the Box. And look at him. Wearing his Chiefs hat proudly. Jeff Schwartz ready to go to Miami. Josh Hill is in for Matt Verderam, who's been able to... Has, has not been able to get out of bed. No, he's uh, in a coma somewhere. Uh, since uh, the Chiefs actually made uh, the Super Bowl. Hey, Jeff Schwartz, <laughs> congratulations, pal. You, uh, you you're, It's a very sweet moment for you, your family, your brother, mom and dad, all of it. I've earned myself an expensive week in Miami. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited once in a lifetime to watch my brother play. And look, Mitch had his best game of the season yesterday. I mean, I, I know that... PFF is, you know, they're up and down sometimes. They grade him the best of the season. Watching it, it was great to watch him play that well. But Chiefs offensive line, it was it was fantastic. I was emotional yesterday. I, I was anxious. I was nervous. And then I was watching the game with my kids a little bit. The game's over. The kids go upstairs. The wife goes upstairs. And I just, like, had a little moment. I, I sort of cried, maybe not. But, I mean, it just was exciting, man. I mean, I, I, I love my brother. I'm glad he's at where he where he's gone now. And uh, it's, it's great having the best player in the world on your team. Yeah, so, all right, I want to get into the family stuff and the emotions of it and the beauty of that, which is sweet, but the best player in the world on your team. So let's let, let's just talk about Patrick Mahomes for a second. Uh, MVP, 50 touchdown passes, now he's in the Super Bowl. Last year, he, you know, the Chiefs lose to the Patriots, don't get the ball in, in, in overtime. He's He has not lost a game in his NFL career by more than seven points. That's a crazy stat to me. Three times by seven, two times by six, three-point loss and a one-point loss. Uh, there's and I think we all agree there's absolutely nothing on the football field the guy can't do. The run yesterday was preposterous. Yeah. Can make any throw. Mm-hmm. He's an incredible competitor. And so then you wonder where's this guy going all time? Could he be the greatest quarterback to ever play the game? And I think back to my own childhood and and I've been watching um, some clips online where you know I, I any chance I get to talk about Michael Jordan I do my yeah. best to bring him into the conversation but they play in 1984 before Jordan played a game in the in the league Bobby Knight watched him annihilate NBA players in training camp in regular in exhibition games leading up to the Olympics and he told people this dude's going to go down as the best player to ever play the game before he ever played an NBA game. Yeah. So I don't think you can make a direct comparison, obviously, Mahomes to Jordan. Yeah. But this guy's in his, sec- you know, his, his third year in the league, second year as a player. He's doing everything. Chiefs probably going to win the Super Bowl. At least, you know, whatever, coin flip, yeah. doesn't matter. He, where is he going? Because I think it's a – could he yeah. be the greatest quarterback to ever play in the history of the league? So, you know, he reminds me more of like a Steph Curry. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Because – when, you know, they'll have slow periods of games, like they've had the last two weeks, and boom, like all of a sudden, the offense just clicks, and it's a tidal wave of offense, and you can't stop him. And at some point, he kind of peters out, you might miss a few shots, and then boom, Sammy Watkins, long touchdown, game over. Like that, He reminds me more of that guy than does Michael Jordan, because Michael Jordan um, just, you know, he kind of... <laughs> Pat Mahomes is more friendly than Michael Jordan. <laughs> He's <not laughs> fighting guys at practice, and and his teammates truly seem to love him. Um, and look, there's 
there's little things that he does that if you want to go down the Jordan route that are that I think are Jordan esque. And you know, Jordan did like little subtle things with his body, right? In the air to to get away from contact or, or on the ground to kind of get himself open, right? Well, Pat Mahomes does those things a lot of times running the football. I know we were talking about passing, it's great. And i and you know me, I love a pocket passer. And his throws yesterday, the one Tyreek Hill on, on the inside vertical, incredible, right? Sammy Watkins at the end. But the the things that, in my opinion, show up as the special things happen when he actually runs the football. Here's a couple things. One is that he only runs the ball if he knows he's not going to get hit. And he does that by looking around the field. You see him as he's running. He looks behind him. Okay, no one's behind me. There's no flag thrown. Okay, no one's in front of me. I'm going to go. But the touchdown run yesterday was even better than that. Mm-hmm. So when he broke the pocket, and the Titans had the same defense against Lamar Jackson. The spy came downhill. Lamar just ran out of bounds. But what Pat did is Pat would, on the touchdown especially, he turned just a little bit to look like he might be throwing the ball. And Evan stopped for just that split second. Pat was never throwing the ball. He was able to get by him and score touchdowns. Like little things like that, the body control, subtle movements, it's so special. And the Chiefs are, are, are lucky to get him. The one concern, though, eventually. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. We know is going to happen. He's going to get $40 million. Mm-hmm. And what happens to your team around you yep. when you make that much money? That, that's my concern moving forward. But best ever? I mean, we, we get there eventually. Let's say he plays in this game in two weeks, and and we'll get to that conversation. But he is he's special. Yeah, I never was able to watch Michael Jordan in his prime. I was a little too young for that. Like, I kind of remember. But this... I get the same feeling the way that Carm, you talk about Michael Jordan, just that feeling of like, this is, this looks so effortless. This guy is playing so great. Like that touchdown run that Jeff was talking about, it looked like he wasn't even trying. It was just like, oh, he's going to scoot up. And then the next thing you know, he's rolling into the end zone. And I remember watching that. I'm just like, this, this looks easy. And it's not like, clearly it's not easy what he's doing, yeah. but it's just so effortlessly great. I feel like if there is a comparison to Michael Jordan, it's just, this must be what it felt like to watch somebody do that. And be like, this is this is this is appointment viewing. You don't have to be a <laughs> yes. Chiefs fan to be excited about this. Well, well, one thing that another thing with Patrick Mahomes and where I sort of bring Jordan in the conversation, the Bulls would be down 10, 15 points in the mm. fourth quarter. Didn't matter. They yeah. were going to come back and get them. Yeah. I mean, they were gonna, you know they were going to spread the floor. Mike's going to bring them back, and no one's going to stop them. This yeah. guy gets down twenty four nothing. Doesn't face him. They, well, yeah. Okay, we'll just go beat the Texas. We get down ten nothing, seventeen seven. No big deal. Mm. We're going to win the football game. And and that confidence I think goes through the team. And look, he 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 covered up for some clock errors I thought in in, in, in you know at the very end of the first half with Pat Mahomes, excuse me, Andy Reid not calling timeout there one time. He basically the clock went down like twenty seconds. He had two timeouts still. Didn't look like they were gonna get in a touchdown range. And he makes everything right. And I'm excited to watch him against the Niners. It's good defense he's playing. The best mm-hmm. maybe they played all season, uh, especially this time of year. And um, it's gonna be a challenge, but. The thing about the Chiefs is they know defensively, just have to do enough. Don't have to be special. Just do enough and let 15 have the ball to put you into the Super Bowl or really to win the Super Bowl now. 
All right, so on that note, let, let's move into the 49ers here. And you could not have a more dominant performance. I mean, I thought that Green Bay should have just left the stadium at halftime. <laughs> and we can get to what this means for Aaron Rodgers and his future. But this San Francisco team, I think clearly more balanced than Kansas City. They don't have 15 at quarterback. They're going to have to win with Jimmy Garoppolo. But I think you could make an argument that Josh Hill or myself could have been quarterback yesterday and they would have won the football game. They're, they're just that good. Uh, so... San Francisco right now, when you match them up here, that, I don't know. Well, let's just start at the game yesterday, Jeff. That was a pretty damn impressive performance, and it seems to me the 49ers are playing the best right now that they've played all season, and they've had a great season on top yeah. of it. You know, I think the Niners are probably the more well-rounded team compared to the Chiefs, right? I think that what they do defensively is better than the Chiefs, but the Chiefs' style of football is working, right? It's basically, and, and these are exact opposites, right? Pass the football. Not, I think the, the, the Chiefs ran the ball – three times the first half with the running backs, right? Uh, and the Niners are the exact opposite. And so you can win different ways in the NFL. But when you're ripping off eight yards a carry, keep running the football. And, you know, I, the thing about Jimmy G, and I, I know we get to him a little bit later um, as well. I'll make this point again, too, is that I think that people are trying to compare him to, like, Ryan Tannehill's first two games in the playoffs. I don't think that's fair because – We've seen Jimmy G this year take over games when, when they had to win, especially in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And that, Ron Taylor never did that. And they just don't have to use him right now. And and Shanahan, why would he – if you're getting eight and a half yards of carry, why would you use your quarterback? I don't. You don't have to do that. So contrasting styles, but um, the Niners are complete, man. And, and they, they present one issue for the Chiefs um, that they're going to have to figure out. Six for eight, Josh Hill, Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I don't know if you think Raheem Mostert's going to do 29 and 220 ever again in his career, let alone in the Super Bowl. Uh, and who knows what's going to be with Tevin Coleman. But that offense, I, at some point, I think maybe the concern with the 49ers is they're going to have to throw the football yeah. uh, you know, to keep up with Kansas City. But uh, I don't know where you're at with, with San Francisco to, to top on here. But it seems like you know this – you you can you can make a very strong argument that that San Francisco should be favored in this game. You can, and like Jeff was saying, you go back to that Saints game that they played. That was the game where Jimmy Garoppolo played big boy football in the Superdome and it basically shut all the haters up. This because at that point, and there's still some people that are saying this: Can they win with Jimmy G? Is it just the defense? Can they count on him in a big spot? Now, the Super Bowl and that game in the Superdome are two different things. But I think he really kind of established himself as a guy who can step up in that type of a situation and win. Because that was my biggest question. I was like, what happens when he gets into a shootout with Drew Brees or he gets into a shootout with Aaron Rodgers? Can he win? He did. Now it's the same question. Can he get into a shootout with Patrick Mahomes, which I think at least from a football fan standpoint, I hope that's what we get. I hope we get an offensive explosion, kind of like that Chiefs-Rams game from a couple of years ago, because that's just going to be totally yeah. entertaining. And because Jimmy G had that game against the Saints, I think he can keep pace. I don't know who wins, but I just that will be entertaining to see them go head-to-head like that, and I think Jimmy G can, can stay in there. Jeff, could you see anybody keeping up with San Francisco up front? I mean, I, I, I would no. think they have the edge on both sides, right? Uh, they do. The Chiefs have an ability to throw the ball out quickly, to kind of mitigate that pass rush. And this is the best pass rush the, the, the Niners have faced and obviously the best offense they've faced. You know, really interesting thing looking at this game from afar is I'm you know, trying to get, you know, we have two weeks to obviously break down storylines and whatnot. Just a general thing I thought of last night, because I thought about this last year and I looked at this, I said, look, in the, in the championship game, typically the better offense wins and then the Super Bowl, the better defense wins. And if you look at it, the better defense and the lesser quarterback in that year win the Super Bowl. Like, think about it. Last year, 
Jared Goff had a better year than Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But the Patriots had the lesser quarterback and the, and, and the defense in one. Nick Foles, Eagles defense, both better than the Patriots. Go back to, to uh, Matt Ryan lost to Tom Brady. Matt Ryan was the MVP that year. Cam lost as an MVP. Like, it's really interesting when you look back and you see that that offense is great up until the Super Bowl. Now, I think Pat Mahomes can be better than that, than those guys. But it's really interesting when you look at like what happens in these two weeks where somehow that offensive player just doesn't play quite as well and the better defense. So I hope the Chiefs, they understand this. I'm not saying they don't. But I think that World of Niners defense is saying, well, can they hold up? History has shown that pretty much they can hold up in this game. How about... Just let's give some love before we move on from San Francisco. Just the Niners defense. Uh, oh, great. Right? Yeah. I'm Nick Bosa, Oof. all over the field, all season long. He was certainly doing it again yesterday. Uh, I give a little bit of love to a guy, even even Solomon Thomas, who had a rough start to his career, has been making mm-hmm. some plays. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they, there's a, just a – and then you got age – the age-olds still hanging around here. Richard Sherman still showing up uh, and, and his – you know, getting a little, get a little FaceTime too. So I, yeah. they, it's just a very, it's an interesting defense as far as the ages and the contributors coming from all walks of life. Yeah, I think getting Richard Sherman is really starting to pay off now. When that happened, it kind of felt like, oh, does he have anything left in the tank? What kind of move is this? And we've seen, I mean, to Jeff's point about the quarterbacks, veterans in the locker room, guys who have been there, especially on teams that are young, maybe a little inexperienced. You know, Kyle Shanahan, he's got a big task ahead of him. He's coaching the Super Bowl, but he hasn't coached as a head coach in the Super Bowl before. There's a lot of parts on that team where you're a little unsure of, like we just talked about Jimmy G. Having a guy like Richard Sherman in the locker room, part of the Legion of Boom, he's been there with the Seahawks. He's seen a win. He's seen a loss in the Super Bowl. That is starting to pay off right now. And I thought it was really cool that he was the one that kind of ended that NFC Championship game. He got the interception at the end. Everybody's around him because that was a visual representation of them rallying around that veteran who I think has really kind of changed the culture in this locker room. I agree. That's going to be super valuable in the Super Bowl. And he's going to be fun on Super Bowl week, too. I'm looking forward to that. Him talking trash about the Chiefs. That's going to be great. And, 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 you know, I also think, too, to the culture, like like the Honey Badger, I think, changed the Chiefs' defense. Mm. I think Frank Clark's, you know, confidence, too. But, again, I I don't know how much – it was them stopping the Titans, and and they they tr- the difference between the Chiefs, in my opinion, and the Titan and the, the excuse me the Ravens and Patriots. The Chiefs tried to stop the run, the other teams did not. Um, <laughs> and I think that swagger of Honey Badger has really helped that defense. Yeah, I I completely agree. And and th- throwing his body around too, Honey Badger yesterday. It's, uh, yeah. You, oh yeah, you not 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 no fear, or at least. Uh, if he does have any, he's now he's, he's he's not running away from it. Let's uh, let's move on to Super Bowl Fifty Four, and we'll start with the Chiefs and how they win the game. Josh Hill, why don't you take this one first? How do the Chiefs win and beat the Forty ers come uh, a week from Sunday? I, I mean, it seems like a lazy answer, but it's it's Patrick Mahomes. Like yep. he's the guy that he got you here. Like you're down twenty four to nothing to the Texans. He's why you're here. They got down early to the uh, Titans. He's why they're here. He's the guy that if I'm Robert Sala, I'm very, very nervous about having to scheme against him. Uh, It's it's not a big X's and O's type of thing because he's the best player on the field. But if I'm a Chiefs fan, I have a lot of confidence going into this game knowing that Patrick Mahomes is on my side and that that's going to be a difference maker here because we just talked with Jimmy G. Can he keep up with Patrick Mahomes? He's already playing from behind in the conversation. So that, that that's the difference maker to me for the Chiefs. What do you see, Jeff? So to me, obviously, you know, Pat Mahomes and his ability to score quickly mm. is a huge plus. But it comes back to the run defense, in my opinion. Um Unlike the Titans, I think the the Niners will stick with the run game. They will not panic if they get behind, um, and they'll just keep. 
if you suffer from ED, 15 minutes could change your life. Peak Performance for Men offers a revolutionary treatment called Focus Linear Compression Therapy. There's no pain, no needles, and no downtime. Now, Peak Performance for Men is offering six sessions free with qualifying treatment protocol enrollment. There's never been a better time or a better deal to fix ED. Call Columbus's only trusted Focus Linear Compression Therapy provider today at 614-739-8181. That's 614-739-8181. Running the ball, running the ball. And obviously, if you run the ball, you hope to lessen the possessions for Pat Mahomes. And even if you're lessening it by one and you play defense for you know two or three drives really well, then that shortens the game up for the Chiefs. Because for the Niners, you know they know that Mahomes will score in two minutes. I mean, it's not like they can do it all the time. And and so I think for me, the Chiefs run defense and being able to force the Niners into uncomfortable third downs will be hugely important. It makes me wonder if the Titans abandon their run game way too early, uh, you know, even though you're down. Yeah, and, but uh, the Chiefs also did a great job in the third quarter. They had like an eight-minute drive. Like, yeah, they, yeah. Really, they really slowed the pace down. I think it was really smart of Andy. Yeah, and the Titans were changing their defense to try to limit what was going on. Yeah. And I, so, anyway, let's uh, let's talk about the 49ers' path here. Outside of just, well, you got to limit Patrick Mahomes and keep it on the ground. What what more would you throw in there, Jeff? So the 49ers, the number one thing they have to do is hit Pat Mahomes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the same rule that applies to every pocket quarterback, right? Um, and that starts with their interior defensive rush. Look. My brother, he may or may not get beat. He normally doesn't get beat ever. So I'm going to say that he won't get beat by D Ford. So it's come down to, to Bosa, who, who probably can get a couple good reps on Fisher, but really inside Buckner, Armstead, the way they twist. I mean, that if you saw early in the game, Jarrell Casey, before the Titans abandoned pass rushing in general, Jarrell Casey, Simmons, Jones, they had a good couple rushes over the, the Chiefs' interior linemen. Niners are going to have to do that because they're not going to bring pressure. They never do. And look, if you look at the numbers, when you have seven in coverage, Mahomes is not as good, which is still a really thing because he's amazing, but just not as good as man coverage. He does more interceptions against zone coverage. Um, and also, you want to kind of play zone as much as I like Richard Sherman clapping back at, 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 at Daryl Revis. He's not going to run with Tyreek Hill. He's not running with Sammy Watkins, right? Zone coverage, you're going to have to want to play that. And if you play that, got to rush the passer, got to get home. So really, I'd say the Chiefs, I mean, the, the Niners' defensive line, but really the interior guys, Buckner, Armstead, Thomas maybe, those guys have got to have a big game. Hill, what do you see? I see, so we talked about the Eagles very briefly and their great defense. One of the reasons that they were so good is because they had so much depth up front on that defense. And I feel like the 49ers can move guys around. There's a lot of depth. That's how you win nowadays. You see teams trying to follow that blueprint yeah. that the Eagles set up. I'm going to switch the other side of the ball offensively and looking at Kyle Shanahan versus Andy Reid because that, as a football dork, I am absolutely, totally excited to see how that's going to go. you get two geniuses of the game scheming up. you got the old wizard and you've got the new young gun. That's going to be very fascinating. This is going to be... We, we got excited when we had the Philly special. You're going to see a few different trick plays come out here. Shanahan going up against Reid, trying to one-up each other. Defensively, the depth up front, that's exciting to watch. But I want, again, I'm all about the offense yeah. in this game. Reed versus Shanahan, sign me up. I, I think Kittle Kittle can have a big game against the Chiefs linebackers. Mm. I, I think I think the Chiefs will probably keep Honey Badger as much as possible on Kittle. I, I think that Jimmy G can have a big game this week. I think that there's going to be – there were times where Ryan Tannehill just threw some really poor balls in the cold. He missed – there was the one that Breland dropped – 
Davis, I think, was open. He just underthrew mm. him. I mean, there were times when guys were open, and and Jimmy G will make those throws, especially in in the great weather of Miami. So uh, to me, um, you know, obviously the, the the run. I just think the better defense will win this game, which is weird to say with all the offense. So couple things here number one hill i love you leaning into being a football dork proud to sit next to you <laughs> and, and be close to a football dork congratulations <laughs> and, and you you've brought up your brother a couple times uh today jeff and so here he is 30 years old playing in the super bowl very I, cool i mean it, that's i don't know what that feels like as uh i mean you got to be incredibly proud there's i would assume there's a got to be a drop of jealousy right like don't you want you want to be in his shoes too i mean what's it like for you uh i mean what I, not really i i i mean i think people might think that um look it would be nice to have a ring for my career i mean i it, that would be very helpful in the media to have a ring um but i mean it's my brother like i, I don't really yeah i just I, I look i he's been he's a very good player obviously he's a four-time all pro He's been healthy his career. I wasn't like, what are you gonna do about it? I mean, I'm, it is what it is. Like, I'm, if I, if 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 you're a jealous person, it just drive, it would just drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't feel that way at all. Uh, I'm really rooting for him. I hope he does well. Obviously, in the game, I hope they win. It's a great story. Um, he deserves it. He's worked he's worked his butt off in his career. Uh, but also, just because I see the work, like, it'd be different. I think if he just kind of didn't care and was kind of gliding along, and he kind of got some breaks here and there. But he really cares and. He's playing very well. He's doing a good job. Uh, no, no, no jealousy for me. Um, really happy for him. And I mean, I wish I had a ring. I mean, obviously, but it didn't happen. I mean, what, what are you can do about it? Well, look, uh, I'll raise my hand right here. Very jealous person. I would. I'm jealous of you, Jeff Schwartz. You got to play in the NFL. I mean, that you're you're in the most exclusive country club on the planet. People that actually got to play professional sports make money doing it. I mean, how many kids go out there and play anything and don't you know sniff a high school team, let alone playing in the big league? So I I I don't I don't have any sympathy that you're not getting to do what your brother's doing. But I just think it's a really cool experience. You're gonna be you're gonna go right. You're gonna be sitting in the stands. You're gonna be watching them. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that's incredible. I'm glad I played in the NFL to afford the tickets. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right? That yeah. can't don't you? Shouldn't you guys get a free ticket? Is it Roger and company making enough for this? Shouldn't guys get a free seat? Come on, man. And, uh, I, I'll, I'll pitch it to Mitch to, to hook his brother up. We'll see. <laughs> it's time for in or out. All right, let let let's do our in or out segment as we got a bunch of topics today. And we will start out with uh, back to Green Bay and back to Aaron Rodgers and whether or not that window is fully closed. Uh, closed. So Aaron Rodgers will never make it back to the Super Bowl, in or out. Jeff, we start with you. Um, he'll never make it back, you said, right? Yep. I think that's. I think we're in there. It's only been to one Super Bowl. I do not think it's all his fault. But I think he's getting to the point of his career where he needs to have weapons. He can no longer do it by himself. He can no longer just continue to scramble downfield, make some late throws in the down. Um, I, I think they got to add weapons and then hope the rest of the conference just isn't as good, I guess. I mean, the Niners feel like they're going to be there a while. The Cowboys will probably be good again next year. The Rams and Seahawks. I mean, there's a lot of great teams. Uh, the Eagles, if they get healthy next year, are going to be a top team. So I would say, I would say out. In whatever he's not getting back to Super Bowl, whatever the in or out. <laughs> that that means you're. I think that means you're in. In. Uh, yeah, in. and confused. it's been like twelve, what, eighteen weeks. I still can't figure this segment out. <laughs> it's it's a it, this is a very challenging segment. That's we we did that uh, on purpose. Uh, he's thirty six years old. Josh Hill be uh, mm-hmm. 
37, you know, at the end of at the end of next season, is there enough left in the tank for him to make it back to a Super Bowl? Uh, no, I don't think. So you're in, un- unless they get help, like Jeff was saying, because that was apparent last night. We were watching them against the, clearly a, the far superior team in the 49ers, and they were outclassed, they were outmatched, they weren't in that game. Like they they didn't show up after half. I mean, they might as well not even come out of the locker room because it was an embarrassing showing. And I don't know necessarily if that's Aaron Rodgers' fault. As much as it is, he just doesn't have the weapons around him. They improved on defense this year. That didn't work. The 49ers picked him apart. They ran all over them on the ground. Weapons, I mean, it's like we've seen Tom Brady turn, you know, you and me into targets, like guys that are just like us. I've not necessarily seen Rodgers do that. He has guys like they're like Valdez Scantling and Equimenia St. Brown and these guys who should be, you know, they're just another guy who Rodgers through his greatness, should turn into a weapon, and it just hasn't happened. The addition of LaFleur, the new offense, I'm willing to give it maybe a little bit of time and say this first year they got to the NFC Championship game. That was impressive what they did with the new coach, new system. I don't know unless they add more weapons if they're going to get back to that Super Bowl, which is unfortunate because Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest that's ever played the game. And unfortunately, this is the conversation we may be having about him in 10, 15 years. Well, well, he only got to one. Um, so I'm in on this, I think. Yeah, I got yeah. you. For the record, I'm out. I don't know if he'll be with Green Bay. I wonder if he'll finish up his career in another uniform. But somehow, some way, I think he'll have that Peyton Manning moment where the intelligence of Aaron Rodgers yeah. will allow him to like it. get himself to a Super Bowl with limited talent with more talent around him and him him diminished Uh, at least that's my hope all right let's move on to the titans ryan Tannehill and derrick henry they're both free agents Uh, the question is Tannehill and henry will not will not be on the titans next season in or out hill we start with you um out i think that derrick henry right that's out yeah i think that derrick the point is derrick henry is the guy they need to keep Okay. Ryan Tannehill was a good story this year. I think that what NFL teams are going to start doing now is they're going to look at Derrick Henry and they're going to say, oh, we should build around our run game. And what you should be doing is building around Derrick Henry because he's a beast. He's like 250 pounds of just raw human coming at you. That is what you build around. Ryan Tannehill came in and he was a good game manager, but at the when push came to shove, it was a lot like watching the Jaguars against the Patriots a couple years ago where they just couldn't get over that hump. And I wonder if they had a better quarterback if they would have been able to stay in that. Just like we're talking about Jimmy G, can he stay in a shootout with Patrick Mahomes? I don't think Ryan Tannehill was ever going to stay in a shootout with Patrick Mahomes, and we very quickly saw what that was what that was like. Derrick Henry's the guy you build around. That's who you bring back in my opinion. Ryan Tannehill Sure, I guess if you can't find anybody else, that's better. But that's I don't, Henry's the guy. I don't think Jeff Schwartz agrees with you, Hill. Would, would, would you build around Damian Williams and Raheem Monster too? Like, I mean, the <laughs> idea that you build around a running back makes no sense to me whatsoever. They might keep both those guys because they kind of are stuck in a situation where there's really no one better. Mm. And so, you know, Tannehill, in my opinion, I would franchise Tannehill and sign Henry to a if you can get him for ten or twelve million dollars. But look. The thing you cannot do is pay Derrick Henry long term. I mean, you want to give Tannehill a couple years, fine, figure it out. But the, the there's so there's a lot of diminishing returns with running backs, and you pay them a lot of money. We do not see the continued success of them, of their team, of anything when you pay them a lot of money. He's a big guy. It's going to break down at some point. I, I cannot see them. I just you can't do it. You can't do it. So um, I I I wouldn't bring any of them back. Look, I'll tell you this. Wow. The the and I, if I would, I'd bring Ryan Tannehill back if I'd choose one or the other. Um, the best thing that teams do, the best teams do this, is they're 
unemotional with their personnel decisions. Mm. So look at the Patriots we know for years. But look at the Chiefs. Alex Smith was a great quarterback for them. He led the league in deep passing. He won the division every year. They went to the playoffs every year. They won a playoff game with Alex Smith. They could have been fine with Alex Smith. They would have made the playoffs every year. They would have been close in the playoff games. But they said, look, we're going to make the unemotional decision. We're going to draft Pat Mahomes. We're going to tell Alex goodbye. Thank you. Boom. And now they're the Super Bowl. You, if you're the Titans, you cannot make this an emotional decision. And, and really, Henry is the emotional guy because, you know, you're in the South and you want to be able to, to um, you know, to draw your fan base in. Uh, you, you can't do this if you're the Niners. I mean, uh, if you're the Titans. Mm-hmm. I have a re- I would have a real hard time if, if I was a personnel man making decisions <laughs> without putting my heart in it to it. Just that that would be very difficult. All right, let's let's move on to Joe Burrow, who is going to go number one. He's going to go to Cincinnati, and this seems kind of ridiculous, but it's Joe Burrow will win a playoff game in his NFL career. We've seen people go to Cincinnati. Uh, Andy Dalton comes to mind, who have decent careers, but you're a Bengal. Things don't go your way. Joe Burrow will win a playoff game in his NFL career. Jeff Schwartz, in or out? It, one playoff game? One. <laughs> I'll go in. I mean, one playoff game. We see, I mean, Tim Tebow won a playoff game. Jeez. That was great. Um, That's true, yeah. It, uh, so, and we just saw quarterbacks win playoff games going 7 for 14, 8 for 19, mm. and 6 for 8. So, um, give me, yeah, give me one playoff win for Joe Burrow. It might not be the Bengals. <laughs> Maybe it's like yeah. year thirteen. The Patriots have just ditched Tom Brady, and and he becomes their quarterback. <laughs> See, I find this I find this in or out offensive, Josh Hill, because I think Joe Burrow is going to be great and is going to I think he'll win the Super Bowl. But where are you wow. at? You think he'll win the Super Bowl? Okay, I do. Well, I, I, I do. What, baby steps, walking before we run. I think he's going to win a playoff game. Like we, Jeff was saying, we just saw Ryan Tannehill. You could have asked the same question five years ago. Will Ryan Tannehill ever win a playoff game? And we probably all would have been like, no, no way. When is he ever going to win a playoff game? And he beat the Patriots and he beat the Ravens in the playoffs and was leading at Arrowhead in the AFC Championship game. So I think, yes, Joe Burrow will win a playoff game. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it will be with the Bengals. He'll be the guy that right. think about how cathartic that's going to be when he wins them a playoff game. After all the Andy Dalton years, after all the Marvin Lewis years, for Bengals fans, I hope for that. He's going to win a playoff game. It will be in Cincinnati. It'll be in the first five years, too. There, I'll go even even further with it, just with for ridiculousness. The, for the record, we were down in New Orleans for the national championship game, and we were on Bourbon Street after LSU won it, and I did ask every LSU fan that I saw, Burrow or Brady, who would you rather have? And every single damn one of them said Joe Burrow. So, uh, you know. Tigers fans think that Joe Burrow is going to go down as the greatest quarterback of all time, even better than Patrick Mahomes. Let's go to Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Jimmy G is the biggest weakness the 49ers have. Jeff Schwartz, in or out, Jimmy G is the biggest weakness the 49ers have. Um, I, I think this in this game specifically, maybe the lack of speed in the secondary might be the concern. That's probably what I would say. I don't. I just. I'm on the opposite spectrum of, of the Jimmy G hate. He's shown this year he can do it, guys. Mm-hmm. The Saints game, he played well against the Ravens. He came back against the Cardinals. Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick dry padding is Under Armour's fastest drying padding yet. 
When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. Many times he played well in Seattle in the last week of the season. Like there's many times where he has done the job when asked. He just hasn't had to do it recently. So I would say that I think that the that the back end speed of their secondary. I think their linebackers are, are plenty fine. Their defensive backs are I mean their D linemen's fine. The back end of their secondary, I think, to me, in this game specifically, could be a concern. Yeah, I'm out. I don't. I don't think he's their biggest weakness. I think he's the biggest wild card for a lot of the reasons that we've stated. Like we don't know what Jimmy G we're going to get, mostly because we haven't needed to see him win them games as often as we had to see Russell Wilson win the Seahawks games, or recently Patrick Mahomes win the Chiefs playoff games. I think that he is a wild card in that we don't know what we're going to get. I'm out as far as him being the biggest weakness. You want to name? He's the- not going to be why they lose. I don't think. What do you think that- the reason will be? They just can't beat Patrick Mahomes. I mean, <laughs> that, Mahomes that, that's not Jimmy so, G's fault. He doesn't play so, defense. So you so. think so you're going to go with the secondary, right? Yeah. Am yeah. I? I, mean, I just think I think that I think this game. I think it's like Chiefs win like 37-34, or Chiefs like lose like th- like you know some weird low scoring game twenty seven twenty one like something just it just doesn't mm-hmm. click for them right like something like that like the Niners winning like the Saints game forty eight forty five just doesn't seem like a game that's going to happen. All right. I, the, I almost I, I'm in on Jimmy G being their biggest weakness, but it's more of a testament to everything else that the 49ers have than, fair, than yeah. sort of a, a a knock on Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's do the Chiefs and their offense. The Chiefs have the greatest offense in the NFL since the 1999 Rams. <laughs> We're going all the way back to the Rams and the high power St. Louis Rams of the time. Josh, Josh Hill in or out? Chiefs have the greatest <laughs> offense since the 99. Kurt Warner, St. Louis Rams. Um, as a Buccaneers fan, I feel personally attacked by this because the Buccaneers ran into that best offense, the greatest show on turf in the NFC Championship game, and only held them to and held them to eleven points. So that's that. But it does remind me a lot of watching that Rams team, where it's just with Torrey Holt, and Isaac Bruce, Marshall Falk, Kurt Warner. It just felt so effortless and so unstoppable. I would say that. It, it, it's hard. I, recency bias, I'm going to go with the Chiefs are the greatest offense since the 99 Rams. That Patriots team that we saw in 2007, though, with the Tom Brady breaking the touchdown record with the Randy Moss comes very close to this. But because Verderam's not here, I'm going to make this my memorial Chiefs homer pick. It's the Chiefs. There we go. That's 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 the best offense since the Rams. I'm in on this. Um, I think the Chiefs offense is better last year. I mean, wow. they're. I, 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 they're, they might be playing at the moment a little bit. I'm looking up their weighted DVOA on offense right now compared to last year. Just, I mean, it's hard to take the, I don't know the playoff, but like, I thought they were better last year on offense than they were this year. Um, so I would say, I would say no for that reason. Um, especially with the, what their weighted was last year. I, I think, I think they're, there's not as good last, they're, uh, yeah, they're they're better. They were better last year than they are this year. So I I, I think no. Fair enough. All right, let's do back to Patrick Mahomes and actually more specifically the 49ers getting at Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes will get sacked more than two times in or out. The Niners are actually actually going to be able to get some pressure. Jeff, what do you think? I would say probably yes. Um, I, I bet I bet two. If it was like a if it was two and a half. Maybe I'd stay away from it. I mean, two times, in my opinion, 
with the Niners pass rush is probably about right. I mean, the Chiefs are going to throw the ball 50 times. I mean, so mm-hmm. um, I would say two is probably right. Two, yeah, feels feels about good. He was sacked twice yesterday, I believe. Yeah, two is the number. I'm I'm taking the I'm taking that because I think that the 49ers will get to him. And another thing that I'll be watching is how many times did they just put him on the ground, like unofficial sacks, sacks in yeah. spirit. Because that's that like Jeff was saying earlier, that's going to be a way to kind of rattle Mahomes, which is yeah. something somebody's the teams have not been able to do. So sacks, yeah, I'll say the two is a good number, but I'm going to be watching how many times Mahomes is getting up off the ground after he's thrown the ball because I agree they're going to throw it a ton, and the 49ers of Bosa and those guys they're going to need to get to him and get him on the ground one way or another, whether it's a sack or just to say, hey, we're here, we're coming after you. Most he's been sacked in a game all season long was four against the Colts. He was sacked yeah. 17 mm-hmm. times. They didn't play well. Yeah, yeah, and he and to the two is correct in the in the NFC in the AFC Championship game. Um, okay, moving along to our final in or out. It's the 49ers run game is more dangerous than the Titans run game, uh, which Kansas City did a great job of limiting. The 49ers run game is more dangerous than the Titans. Josh Hill. Uh, I'll say yes because of the depth, because because of the guys that it's unexpectedly good. Like yesterday we were when Tevin Coleman went down, we're like, uh-oh, what does this mean for the run game? But then it reminded us that they can swap in guys, a lot like the depth that they have defensively. The running game, they can just throw a guy in there. Like Terry Bradshaw said that he didn't even know who the 49ers running back was before this game to his face as he was giving him the trophy. He's like, I don't even know who you are. And you just <laughs> went off in the NFC Championship game. It's hard to say that somebody is more dangerous than Derrick Henry, but the way that the 49ers are able to use guys, that to me makes them a lot more dangerous, especially against the Chiefs team who, for the, for the most part, kind of shut down Derrick Henry when push came to shove. Jeff? I would say that they are, and the reason why they are is because they're so multiple, right? Third and eight yesterday, trap, touchdown. Mm-hmm. Amazing, right? Titans aren't doing that. Um, so I would say that 100% the Niners run game is more versatile. They have a fullback they like. They do different things with it. They run right, run left. There's a rhyme and a reason for it. I love it. Niners run game more dangerous. You know, Raheem Ostert, he he hadn't touched the ball 29 times. Obviously, Coleman getting injured had a big impact on that. But he did average 5.6 yards per carry during the regular season. Uh, so it's not like it was completely out of nowhere if you were watching San Francisco 49er football closely. Uh, but that was that was obviously a breakout performance. Let's get to the gambling here. Uh, Super Bowl 54, everyone is fired up. Chiefs, 49ers, Jeff's paying out of his nose to get a ticket <laughs> to sit with his family. The uh, Chiefs are a one and a half point favorite. The number is fifty three and a half. Let's. Where are you going? And uh, let's go. Key matchups here. Jeff, starting with you. Well, I mean, look. I, I think I, I said this earlier about the offense and, and defense and which which wins these games. The question is whether Pat Mahomes is that transcendent to get this done. Um, I. It's funny. My. I, my heart tells me that obviously the, the Chiefs. But the, the Niners, they're, they're scary, man. They're good. Um, and they're very complete. And I think if the Chiefs make any errors, the Niners will be able to take advantage of it. Um, I'll go with the Chiefs here just obviously for family reasons. The Niners, it's like I thought that I thought that the Chiefs and Niners would handle their business pretty pretty easily on Sunday, and they, they both did. Um, this one to me, it's truly a toss-up. And I, I'll go with the Chiefs here, minus the point and a half. Um, again, defense to me, whoever makes enough stops on defense, forces a turnover, 
forces a big, you know, converts on a fourth down, um, has a great special teams play. Those little plays are going to win this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the 49ers on this one. Not that I'm not rooting for, for Jeff and for Mitch and for, I, I'll, for all. I'll survive. For all the, for all the Chiefs fans. I mean, this company was basically founded by Chiefs fans and on Chiefs fandom, so I'm kind of going against the grain here. But I agree with a lot of Jeff's points, though, that the 49ers are just so dangerous, and they're so good. And I think this is one thing that hasn't happened with the Chiefs. Is, and I kept waiting for the, for the Titans to do this in the AFC Championship game because they did this against the Ravens and they did it against the, the Patriots, is beat them with a very good defensive play. Something just doesn't bounce the Chiefs' way, and I kept waiting for them. Like, if Mahomes fumbles here, if there's an interception or something happens, this Titans defense can really gain a lot of momentum, and we might see things switch back because that, that Titans defense is good enough to have that. The 49ers defense is even better. Like, I could see a scenario where Bosa comes up and we get a strip sack, and that's something we haven't seen from Mahomes, and all of a sudden it's like, well, we've never seen this before. What's going on? And it's on the biggest stage, and all of a sudden things start happening, and the 49ers are just good enough defensively, I think, to keep up with the, with the Chiefs or for some situations like that, that uh, Rams-Chiefs game that we saw in Monday Night Football a couple years ago where maybe there's a defensive touchdown. And then that changes something. You don't have to have Jimmy G go out there. You don't have to have yeah. Shanahan score on offense because the, the 49ers defense did it. And that's something that we haven't seen happen with the Chiefs in this playoff run. They've been challenged and had to come back from something like that. And the 49ers yeah. are the perfect team to do that. Give me the 49ers in this one. Uh, and congratulations to the Hunter, Har Hunter Armour, our video producer, who will be partying in the streets of Miami if that happens. So before we move on, Let's do the number here. 53 and a half. Are you going over or under? Now, that started as low as 51, and it keeps climbing on up. Uh, some you, you can almost there's, – there's some that are hitting 54 as well, but 53 and a half seems to be the consensus as we're talking right now. Jeff, what do you think of the number? Um, whew, I, I always typically lean under in general uh, on some of these games. Two weeks to prepare. Defenses should be better. But with the Chiefs, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> you picked the under here. <laughs> Um, I, I would, I, I'd go under, under principle, but it feels like a, like a tease opportunity to get some points for the Niners and maybe, you know, maybe the Niners pass seven and, and take the, take the over of, of 47. So we'll see. I don't, I don't have a great feel for right now what, what this total should be. Yeah. I'm a horrible gambler, so I'm going to go with the unders because Jeff knows what he's doing. So <laughs> if he wins money, <laughs> I'll win money. <laughs> I, I, well, look. It comes down to whether you think that San Francisco can actually grind out their running attack, mm -hmm. right, against the Chiefs. And I, I think they will be able to have success and, and keep Mahomes okay. off the field. Uh, but, again, you do that, and he can still score in two minutes. And so it's, yep. that's why it's so hard to get, I think, to get a yeah. feel for the number. Um, all it takes I, is one throw. That's yeah, all. Yeah. I, I hope it's the over. Let me put that in there. Yeah, I, it, me that, too. that Same. would be a sweet, sweet way yeah. to end up a football season with a shootout down in Miami. With Jeff Schwartz paying huge money for his tickets. <laughs> well, you can win the money back on the bets. So there you go. So yes, just yes, put it all down and, and, and you win it back. And, and or make it even more expensive, one of the, one of the two. All right, yeah. what are we looking forward to? Uh, I'll start off with this. We, Fanside is going to be down uh, all week in Miami. We'll have tons of interviews popping up on, on your YouTube page and everywhere else around the website, um, fansided.com. So, uh, and Jeff, hopefully we'll see you down there. I, I, I'm sure that I, we will. So it's, okay. it's going to be awesome. Uh, and what a, what, a, what a great, great, great week of, for football fans, period. Mm -hmm. But to oh, Jeff, yeah. specifically, what are you looking forward to? Well, obviously, we'll get the Super Bowl next week. I, I want to see Justin Herbert this week in the Senior Bowl. I'm, wow, you know, okay. I'm Oregon Duck, and it's a big week for him. 
a lot of talking about his leadership and some of the throws he can't make. So just personally, I'm excited to see Justin Herbert this week uh, in the Senior Bowl. Uh, obviously, Pro Bowl, I believe, is Sunday. If you bet on the Pro Bowl, you have issues. That's coming from me who bets on <laughs> women's college basketball. So just make sure you do not bet on the Pro Bowl. I'm uh, not going to be here next week because Verderam will be back unless he's still in his Chiefs coma. So I'll, I'll fast forward to the Super Bowl. And kind of like what I was saying, I'm looking forward to Andy Reid versus Kyle Shanahan. This is like a dream matchup, especially after the Super Bowl we got last year where everybody's saying it's so boring. There's no scoring. What's going on? I think we're going to have a complete overcorrection of that. and We're going to have an offensive explosion. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. The old wizard, Andy Reid, can he get over that hump? That's Again, there's so many reasons to root for the Chiefs. I picked the 49ers to win, but there's so many reasons to root for the Chiefs, and I think it starts with Andy Reid, and can he solidify his legacy? Because if he wins the Super Bowl, I mean, they should just start making the bust for Canton as soon as the post-game press conference starts. Oh, yeah. That's going to oh, solidify yes. that. And how can he not like Andy Reid? I love Andy Reid. So that, that, that's what I'm looking forward to. It's going to be fun to watch him get there. It's going to be fun to watch him go up against Kyle Shanahan and vice versa, and it's going to be really interesting to see if that storyline and narrative can play out for him. Gentlemen, great to be with you. Verderam, thank you for your contribution from afar. <laughs> and Jeff, congratulations on uh, seeing the Chiefs get to the Super Bowl. We are all excited, we are all excited to see you. Uh, I, I hope you're doing a ton of Instagram posts with mom and dad and the whole yeah. thing when you're down there. Can you, do, do you, is that something that could be in your future? Do what now? Can we get some Instagram, like just some photos, you know? Oh, yeah. Some, yeah, you know, you I'll know, take photos. Yeah, you know, a little, little sweet in the moment, nice big yeah. smile, the whole thing. You know, I'll get it for you, just for you guys. <laughs> thank, th 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 thanks so much. All right, Stag in the Box coming out uh, a little bit different in the playoffs on Mondays. Subscribe, like, and uh, sure, tell your football friends that this is the podcast you should be checking out. Jeff Schwartz, the former NFL offensive lineman. Josh Hill sitting in for Matt Bergeron. My name is Mark Carmen. Thank you for watching and or listening. See you next week. This podcast is brought to you by Fansided. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.